Hey everyone, this is Jack Bacall, the director and voice actor of Cameron Park. And this is Issa Van Ingen, the producer and the voice of Ash Moskowitz. We just wanted to take a second to say that we hope you've been enjoying Half Moon Chronicles and to thank you so much for your continued support. As with every production, we go to great lengths to make this for you free of charge. That's why we're here asking that if you really love what you've listened to today, you could help us out by supporting us on our Patreon. Not only will it help us pay our talented actors and crew, but it will also give you amazing bonus content such as early access to episodes, downloadable music, full screenplays, Ash Moskowitz's Monster Manual, Gray's annotated scripts, and more. So please, if you are able to give back, then head on over to patreon.com slash badaddressmedia. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much for listening. on December 20th, 1999, in the late afternoon. I think... I think I've come close to figuring out how these ghosted messages work on our recordings. Or, at the very least, I have a hunch. As far as I can tell, the messages, I guess you can call them, only come through briefly, and even then, with a lot of static when you listen back to the tapes. I've only ever heard the messages in the dead space between recordings, and only when we're recording for the documentary. I tried recording myself and leaving dead air on the tapes a few times, but I've never heard Chris's voice in those tapes. When Tabby records, it shows up occasionally. I don't know what to make of that, but right now I'm just interested in figuring out how this works. I can worry about the why of it later. When I listen back to the tapes on my own, Chris's voice only shows up every 80th playback or something like that. It's hard to keep count. I can be listening back for two hours and only hear vague static once. And those messages are difficult to make out. But I remembered that when Tabby interviewed me about this, his voice came through more clearly than I had ever heard it after the second playback. So... I started experimenting, and, well, I think I figured it out. For some reason, when I play back these tapes after recording myself listening to them, these messages show up much more frequently and much more clearly. I can't even begin to think of why that's happening, but I'm not looking to question this right now. Tonight, I'm going to try to see if I can talk... I might be able to actually have a conversation with Chris. At the very least, I might be able to hear his voice, and maybe he'll say something less vague. 
Okay. I'm going to play the tape now. I'm going to stand over here. I think we're far enough from the road. Does it sound all right? Stand over here. I think we're far enough from the road. I know you're looking for them. Who knows? Chris, who are we looking for? I think we're far enough from the road. You're getting closer. They know you're close. Close to what? Chris, who are you talking about? I think we're far enough from the road. Full moon. Full moon? Chris, what does that mean? talk to us about what you saw in room 207. Yeah, whatever you saw, we believe you. We just want to make sure you're okay. It was nothing. I even went back to the motel to check. I was just seeing things. Anyway, I'm done talking about this. Hey, Cam, we're back. We couldn't find any Pepsi Crystal, though, so I hope regular is okay. Can you help us with these bags? Whoa. Cam, what smells burnt? Yeah, what's that? Hey guys, we need to talk. About what? Are you okay? Yeah, what happened, Cam? It's about... Cam, are you recording? Yes. Why? Did you have an encounter? Something like that, if you'd just let me talk. Guys, just let them talk. Sorry. Tell us what happened, Cam. While you were all out shopping, I tried an experiment. You know how sometimes in the tapes, if I play them back, I hear Chris's voice? Well, I kind of realized that if I play them back while recording myself listening to Chris's voice, it's more reliable. Like, I can hear it every couple of times I press play. So I did that just now, and... What did you hear? What did he say? I'm getting there. Sorry. Sorry. He said, they know you're looking for them. Who's they? I don't know. The monsters, maybe? Or the cult. Maybe both? I think a cult is way more feasible than the monsters. Why is that? Well, if these things are real... The monsters, I mean. They don't really seem to care who finds out about them. And why would they? They're apparently super powerful. But if there is a cult in town, I don't know, worshipping these things or working along with them, they're just people, right? They'd have a lot more to lose if a bunch of documentarians were trying to uncover them. Wow, Gray. I'm impressed. Impressed with what? You almost sounded like a believer there. I'm not a believer. Ash, don't push Gray's buttons right now. I'm just 
examining the evidence from all sides. There's no point in trying to think all of this through if you're not willing to look at everything in front of you. That's what I like to hear. Anyway, Cam, did you hear anything else? Just two more things. Chris said, you're getting closer. They know you're close. I asked him what or who he meant, but all he said was full moon. And then the tape went up in smoke. Wait, you were able to talk to Chris? I wouldn't call it talking. He wasn't even really responding to me. For all I know, these could have been completely unrelated ideas. Can we try talking to him again? Uh, I don't know. Why not? The last time, it wasn't just the tape that went up in smoke. The cassette player went up too. I think the whole thing is busted. Can I take a look at it? Sure. Do we have another cassette player? Just the one built into the recording equipment and a backup handheld recorder. Damn. We don't want to risk ruining those two. That was my thought. Especially because those two are going to be much harder and more expensive to replace. Have you tried putting in new batteries? Oh, no. I didn't think about that. Well, let's try that before we give up on it. Of course I tried new batteries, Gray. Oh. Why didn't you just say so? It should have been obvious. Chill, you two. Gray, is it totally busted then? I think so. I can try to fix it, but it might take some time. I guess we shouldn't try to talk to Chris again through our remaining recorders. I don't think that would work, really. We need two of them. One to play the tape back and one to record. It's only reliable when there's two going at once. And with the one I just destroyed, we only have the nice one and the handheld left. That's the worst. Well, do we have anything to go on? Gray, Ash, does full moon mean anything to you? I don't think so. I don't remember reading about anything having to do with the full moon. When's the next full moon? The 22nd, two days from now. Oh, there was that real estate company that kept selling people that haunted house. I think they were called Full Moon Realty. Do you think Chris was trying to warn us about the realtors? I doubt it. They haven't been in business for almost a decade. Oh, great. What about that thing you were looking into earlier? About the general store? Oh, yeah. What thing about the general store? What is it? We started looking into the history of some buildings in town and what they used to be. A lot of the old businesses here used to be named after moon stuff, as it turns out. Watkins General Store was just one of the ones we looked into. Apparently, it wasn't always called Watkins. The building that was originally there was called Full Moon Services. That can't be a coincidence, can it? I don't know. I don't have all the facts. A lot of old businesses here were called, like, Half Moon Something or Moonshine Whatever, but as far as I can tell, the old grocery was the only place to ever be called Full Moon anything, aside from the real estate company. Do you think we should try to interview Larry again? That could be worth a shot. I actually think that's a good idea. He's always so 
friendly that I don't think we'll have any trouble getting him to talk to us. Yes! We're one step closer to getting some real dirt on this cult. Rain it in, Ash. We're still in the exploratory phase. Cult! 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 Ash, Gray's right. Try to dial it back a little. If Watkins is involved with the cult, the last thing we want to do is run up to him chanting that we know his secret. So, it's settled then. We're going to Watkins now? I'm ready to go now, if you all are. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm game. Me too. Tabby, let me fill you in on a few extra details on the way over that you can talk to him about. Do you want me to write you some interview questions? No, that would take too long. I want to go talk to him now. Just tell me everything you know about Full Moon Services and his store's history on the way. I'm gonna start recording from now, okay? Yeah, that's fine. Are you sure you don't want us to go in there with you? What, and completely surround the guy? Like we did with Randall Fry? Look how well that turned out. I can handle this on my own. We trust you, Tabby. You're sure you don't want to write any interview questions down before you go in? Take any notes with you? I'm fine, Gray. I can remember everything you told me. All right. We'll be here if you need anything. And Tabby, before you go... Yes, Ash? Be careful. We don't know what any of these cultists are capable of. I'll be safe, Ash. Don't worry about me, okay? Well... If it isn't Tabby Winters. I was wondering if you were going to come in. I saw your van parked outside for something like ten minutes. Hey, Mr. Watkins. Sorry about that. Don't mention it, kid. What are you doing back so soon? Didn't forget to grab something, did you? No, we got everything this morning. I was actually wondering if you're willing to be interviewed again for our documentary. I'd love to, Miss Winters. Great. Are you free right now? As a matter of fact, I am. Uh, Why don't we head back to my office? Sounds great. After you. So, what do you want to talk about today, Miss Winters? First of all, I hope you don't mind, but I'll be recording this interview. I expected no less. Good. Well, to get right to it, my team and I have been looking into the history of some of the businesses around town, and we wanted to get your perspective on a few things. Oh, of course. I'd be more than happy to lend my expertise on these things, but I was under the impression that your documentary was about the supernatural and uh, folk tales around here. I don't see the connection between some old shops and ghost stories, if you don't mind me saying. We thought it would be best to get a sense of the local history from a practical point of view. You know, to really set the scene for our documentary. Uh, Well, that makes sense to me, though I'm not the documentarian here. I suppose I'll just have to trust your judgment. Thank you, Mr. Watkins. Please, call me Larry. Larry? Well... Ask your questions. I'm an open book. Let's start with some establishing facts, shall we? By all means. 
Last time we spoke on tape, you said your family has owned Watkins General Store for three generations. Is that right? That's right. My grandfather started the place in 1900. It's been in my family ever since. Has the general store always been in the same location? Sure has. My grandfather built it himself. And has the store always been called Watkins General Store? It has been for as long as I've known it. So, you don't remember any previous names it would have had? I can't say that I do. Mr. Watkins... Please. Larry. Larry, does Full Moon Services mean anything to you? Hmm, let me think. Uh, uh, no, I can't say that it does. Really? Because according to our research, Watkins General Store used to be called Full Moon Services. Now, is that right? Where'd you come across that little nugget of information? Uh, one of my crewmates found it referenced in an article. Did they now? Yeah, it was from a few decades back. Evelyn Chambers, a writer for the Chronicle, did a piece ah, on... Ah, figures it'd be her. Did you know Miss Chambers? As a matter of fact, I did. Can you tell me anything about her? Afraid there isn't much to say. Not many around here really liked her that much. She was always poking her nose into everybody's business. Always trying to expose everyone's secrets. I didn't realize so many people in town had secrets. Well, Miss Winters, everyone has secrets. Evelyn was simply very persistent when it came to digging those up. It must have been a relief to you all when she stopped writing, then. Something like that. Do you know what she's up to now? I can't say that I do. That's a shame. We've tried to track her down, but outside of learning that she moved to Boston, we can't find anything about her. I wasn't even aware she moved to Boston. Where did you think she went? I never bothered to ask. When a nuisance like that leaves town, you tend not to look that particular gift horse in the mouth. One day, we all just noticed a for sale sign in front of her home and never heard from her again. And that didn't strike anyone as suspicious? Look, Miss Winters, Evelyn Chambers wasn't particularly well-liked in our community. The folk in Half Moon don't like to be bothered by reporters and such. That would explain why most people here tend to steer clear of us. Oh, I wouldn't take that too personally. You all are just new here. We also aren't too used to newcomers. I noticed. Oh, well, I'm sure folk will warm up to you sooner or later. Uh, how long did you say you were staying for? Until we get everything we need. Ah, well, hopefully that means you will still be able to go home to visit your family for the holidays. Uh, yeah, maybe. But anyway, Larry, do you mind if I ask a few more questions? Of course. Ask away. Your grandfather, Jeremiah Watkins, that was his name, right? Yes, that, that was indeed. You've really done your research. I have. Didn't he die before you were born? Yes, he did, sadly. Do you know how he died? I can't say that I do. I know he went missing. He did. Do you or your family have any idea what happened to him? We do not. Where are you going with this, Miss Winters? I'm just curious. As you know, a lot of people go missing here, and usually there are witnesses as well as strange circumstances around their disappearances. 
But from everything we were able to find, your grandfather just up and vanished. Nothing weird about his life up to that point, no hints that he was leaving. He just disappeared one day. How would you learn all of that, I wonder? Is it any surprise anymore? Ah, Evelyn. Yes. She wrote an article about the history of Main Street that happened to mention a few details about your general store and grandfather. I remember the article, but it was written decades ago. How did you find it? My crew is very good at doing their research. So they are. Mr. Watkins, are you sure the phrase full moon doesn't ring any bells? I can't say that it does. Not even to your family? What are you asking, Miss Winters? It's just that this name seems to pop up around town sometimes. Full Moon Services turned into Watkins General Store just after your grandfather went missing. Another Full Moon, the real estate company, was founded by his brother and a member of Mayor Rottleman's extended family. I'm sure if we keep digging, we can find more institutions that bear the name Full Moon. Any that you happen to know about? Miss Winters, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were accusing me of something. No, of course not. It's just like you said. You've been in town for such a long time, and your family for even longer. I just thought you might know something about why Full Moon keeps showing up around town. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm just as clueless as you. And I must apologize further... But it seems I'm actually late for a very important meeting, so I'm afraid I must insist. Of course, Mr. Watkins. I wouldn't want to keep you. Until next time. So? how did it go? Yeah, did you learn anything? What did he say? He was totally normal for most of the interview. But then he got all cagey when I brought up Evelyn and Full Moon. Then he basically grabbed me and pushed me out of the office. Is that it? Yeah. But there's one thing I learned for sure from that interview. Larry Watkins, maybe this whole town, is hiding something. And we're going to figure out what. Chronicles is a Bad Address Media production. This episode was directed by Jack Bacall and produced by Isabella Van Ingen. The script was written by Kit Haddad and edited by Morgan York. Sound design is by Matt Regan. Half Moon Chronicles original music by Kit Haddad. Featuring Isabella Van Ingen as Ash Moskowitz, Jack Bacall as Cameron Park, Kit Haddad as Grayson Price, and Morgan York as Tabby Winters. Also featuring James Swanson as Larry Watkins and Simon Kaiser as Chris Park. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Address Media or become a patron at patreon.com slash badaddressmedia. Thank you for listening.